conspiracy theories, eh? Wait till you get a load of this. Hello, and welcome to Crack Sisters Conspiracies, where a podcast that covers conspiracy theories. God damn it. You're doing so well. From the top. Hello, and welcome to Crack Sisters Conspiracies, where a podcast that covers conspiracy theories, mysteries, and all over spooky shit. My name is Cassandra. And I'm Jackie. And you're a dumb bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was rude. (laughs) I don't think that either one of us is ever successful getting through the intro on the first try anymore. <laughs> you think we'd get better as time went on. I think it's just getting worse. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> but anyway, hello. Are you drinking Coke out of a wine glass? What are you drinking? No, I made an espresso martini, but I don't have a martini glass. So is it espresso and vodka? Yeah. So we got these like drink packs in San Francisco where you add a certain amount of liquor, what it tells you what to put in, and then you add a certain amount of a little bit of water. And then you shake it up in a shaker and either do it over ice or not over ice, but yeah. There you go. I am drinking my Canada Dry to wash down the three shots of bourbon I took after my dinner. I took it to get me going. Okay. It was quite a day. I mentioned I was riddled with technology problems as I knocked my camera below. Our phone system at the office had a major outage. And then once that came back up, the office above us was doing construction and they ended up cutting the main power line on accident and then brought our entire system down. So it was a clusterfuck for like four hours of the day. Should have just gone home. You're right. I should have because I had the phones forwarded to my cell phone and I'm like, I don't even have internet. What am I doing? And then it was recommended that we go to the Four Seasons and work from there. But I didn't want to do that. So I just went home. I didn't even go to the gym today. I just gave up on the day. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it was was my Monday because we were off yesterday for MLK Day. Oh, before we go any farther... Happy birthday, Dad! That's right. Today, the recording date is January 16th. Sorry, we just gave away some of your PII there, but... I meant to call him. Yes, I won't. (laughs) I saw him yesterday, and I just realized I didn't text him on his actual birthday, but we celebrated yesterday night or yesterday evening. Did you give him my present? I did. Okay, because he hasn't said anything. And I did proclaim that it was from you. To be fair, you got him the survival food. I got him the full series of Paladin. Mom got him the replacement special forks and the beauty in the plate. And that was it. That one birthday. As soon as he unwrapped both of those things, shout out to Johnny for helping our mother find those things on the internet. Completely made his day. So yes, it was a nice evening. But anywho. <laughs> you have new nails on? Yeah, I usually wear falsies and gave my nails a break and, and then immediately wrapped them. So they're very sparkly. I see that. Because I, I ripped them all off before this weekend because it was football weekend. It consumed yeah. every what moment of my day. do on her flag football? She herself did really well. Her team, they're getting there. They had 
back-to-back games this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Only had two practices beforehand. None of these kids know what they're doing. The coach is in his first year coaching. Like, it was... Okay. We lost both games, but it is an experience, and they got better from one day to the next. So there is promise. She pulled flags. She's catching balls. So she's having a good time. And she got to be like a professional, you know, NFL player and emerge onto the field at SoFi Stadium. And fun. Yeah. As we were driving, I'm like, I know I haven't been to SoFi, but I swear this is the exact same drive that I have made going to a concert with you and it wasn't until we arrived at the kia forum which is right next door that i'm like oh been to sofa i think i worked for an emt company that was like an events company i was there for maybe a week and then i don't know if i got fired or if i quit in lieu of being fired but i think it was like all in downtown la at the convention center yeah, that Not whole here, area, yeah. that like Hollywood Park area, it's just one stadium and or center yeah. after the other. Why does people to walk through Inglewood? Uh, let me well, tell yeah. you. <laughs> but yeah, so no, it was it was good. And then yeah, we saw mom and dad yesterday and back to work today. I'm exhausted. And then I have a holiday party tomorrow, but then I have to leave to go pick up Gracie to take her to practice. And I'm just oh. I'm over. The it. holidays are over. I know, but we play January. Yeah, well, because of all of the the shit that happens in the financial world in December, we usually postpone our celebration until January. I don't know. It's half-hearted. We're just going to a bar, essentially. A oh, fancy God. bar. Shocker, because I know. Because God forbid you guys work on a Wednesday. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That's asking for a lot. <laughs> so uh, what is your topic today? Because I don't remember at all. I was going to ask if you remembered. So today's topic is actually one that can be quite controversial, depending on who you ask, especially in regards to the ethical components of it. And additionally, conspiracy theorists suggest that this is something that is actively being used, especially in the celebrity sphere. And it's super interesting. But we are going to be talking about human cloning. Yes. Yes. So human cloning. It is defined as the artificial creation of genetically identical copy of a human through the reproduction of human cells and tissues. The main keyword being artificial. So it is not the same as a naturally occurring conception of identical twins or anything like that. It is scientifically manipulated replication of cells with the exact same DNA. We're going to go over what it is, the pros and cons to it, and then how it kind of goes into the celebrity sphere. Okay. So for human cloning, there are two primary methods of cloning, and those are therapeutic cloning, which is used primarily for reproducing of cells from medical applications like transplants and things, and that's actively being researched and utilized today. And then the other use or method of cloning is the hot button issue, which is reproductive cloning. And that is the reproduction of an entire human being, not just cells and tissue. Okay. Absolutely terrifying, by the way. Cloning really started coming into focus in the late 60s and early 70s, with many researchers exploring the possibilities while also beginning to weigh the moral implications that are involved. There are two primary methods that have 
been devised since then that apply to cloning. Those are the somatic cell nuclear transfer, which is shortened to SCNT. I call it scant when I look at it. That's just how I remember it. And then the alternative method is pluripotent stem cell induction. Sure. We're going to get a little bit of a science lesson here. It took me a hot minute to understand a lot of what was happening, but I think I get the gist of it. Good thing you took three shots before you started this. (laughs) Perfect. You know what? I'm going to come off sounding like a fucking ass. So with the first method, the somatic cell nuclear transfer or SCNT, that is a laboratory strategy that takes a denucleated oocyte, which is a fake in your face. That was gross. <laughs> right? Oh my God. So many biological words are just atrocious. But an oocyte is really just a fancy name for an egg that has had the nucleus and all of its DNA scraped out of it. So it's like an empty egg sack, really, is what it comes down to. <laughs> it sounds disgusting, but at, like at a microscopic individual level. And then they take this denucleated oocyte and then they implant a donor nucleus from a somatic cell, which is a cell within the body. So you would get it from blood cells or from organ cells. Okay. And the desired outcome of mixing these two things together is the creation of a viable embryo. So they would take your egg, scrape all of it, take something that you said from your blood or something put it in, and then put it back into you? Yeah, so they would scrape it out, take the nucleus from a different cell, so they capture the DNA from that, and put it into the egg as the tool to grow it in and then produce life from it. So you would be giving birth to yourself? Yes, and that is actually something that we're going to talk about later on. (laughs) The implications are potentially horrifying when you actually think think about it. I about this too much. Yeah, (laughs) like it's really creepy. Okay. Now, the other method for cloning that they use is pluripotent stem cell induction. So this is a more recently developed method, and that is the generation of stem cells directly from the somatic body cells. This is a much longer and inefficient process, but with this one, the desired outcome is that you have a stem cell that's developed that can be used in multiple different ways, so different layers of the derm in the body. So there's endoderm, which is like the gastrointestinal tract, your lungs, like your organs. Then there's the mesoderm, which is the muscle, blood, bone cells, all of those, bone marrow. And then ectoderm, which is skin and nervous system tissue. So being able to reproduce those cells for different components in the body. Why are you looking like that? I'm trying to process what you're saying. It's science. It's crazy. So 1996, we're going to take a trip back to the yonder years. Using, I'm calling it the SCANT method, S-C-N-T. They successfully cloned, 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 (laughs) smells real good. They successfully cloned a Finn Dorset sheep, and she was the first mammal ever cloned using the method, though she was not the first animal to be cloned. She was created from a nucleus harvested from the mammary gland of the donor sheep, and then the tit, tit, yes, the mammary gland, the boob. Okay. 
And her creation proved that a cloned organism can be produced from a mature cell coming from a specific body part. So they don't have to take stem cells from babies. They can take a cell from a fully grown whatever and clone it. Okay. So this sheep was named Dolly, as most people are aware. And Dolly ended up growing and functioning as a normal sheep, and she even birthed her own lambs. So she went on to live her own life, even though she was grown in a test tube, <laughs> essentially. So she wasn't birthed by she was sheep? she was, but it was oh, okay. she was started in a lab and then implanted to then be okay. become Didn't a viable she have one birth. eye or something. And she was pretty normal, as from what I gathered. She, you know what I'm thinking of if you go to the Ripley, believe it or not. Oh God, they have the one-eyed animals, and I think there's a sheep in there. I mean, I think that's just something that randomly occurs in nature. There's no. I thought it was the same sheep for some reason. <laughs> pretty normal. So poor Dolly was ultimately euthanized when she was only six years old. But this was due to the development of progressive lung disease, which they do not believe had any ties to her being a monster. So, <laughs> Why would they? Fun fact about Dolly is she had three mothers. Okay. I was going to see if you can mentally work that out. Oh, boo. Okay. I assume she was probably taken from one person's tit and put into someone else to be uh-huh. burned. Yeah. And then the scientists that created her? You, you got two-thirds of the way there. So there was one lamb or sheep that provided the denucleated egg, so like the, the empty egg. Then there was a sheep that provided the nucleus with the DNA. And oh then God. it was implanted into a third sheep to be grown and birthed. Okay. Yeah. It would make family gatherings very interesting, I would think. Or Mother's Day. What a pain. Oh, God. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Well, good thing it's an animal and she's dead. And she is dead. (laughs) She is long dead. Poor Dolly. But the successful cloning of Dolly led to the topic of human cloning. And it became a hot ticket item that was debated very heavily in the, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. Many nations have actually outlawed it. But just as many scientists have vowed to be the one to produce, you know, a human clone within a few years. So there's people that are like, this is awful. We should not be messing with this. And then the scientists are like, hold my beer. I'm going to race to get the first human clone done. Talk about why someone would want a human clone. There are pros and cons to doing the human cloning that we will touch upon. Okay. So as I was saying, a lot of people are on either sides of the fence. The first human hybrid clone was created, yes, the face is worth it, was created in late 1998 using the scan method. And the hybrid components that made this weird clone were a nucleus taken from a man's leg cell, and it was inserted into a denucleated cow egg. It was a man cow. About that, yeah. Man cow. Well, it's a a man, mantar, manatar? Minotaur? Maybe. Yeah. Oh. One's a bull. Yeah. I'm reading. Something like that. Something tar. Something tar. There's centaurs and minotaurs. Yeah, I think the centaur is half horse, half man, where it's like the the top half is man and the bottom is the horse and minotaur is bullhead baby body or kid body. I say that because I'm reading this book called Circe. It's about Greek gods and stuff and they talk about it. But anywho, it's top of mind. 
an abomination is what it is. So they created man cow and the hybrid cell developed into a full embryo, but then they destroyed it after 12 days. Thank God. Sure they did. I mean, I don't know. All of these different mythological creatures came from somewhere. Who knows how far back people have been, you know, trying to play God. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. There were many false starts with regard to human cloning and the suspected breakthroughs that ultimately proved to be fabricated and they couldn't be replicated by other scientists. So there was this hot rush. It was essentially like the space race, but for human cloning, who could make a monster first? And a lot of people just lied about their research and published false articles and none of them were facts, but... In 2008, a biotech company called Stemogen successfully created the first five mature human embryos using the SCAMP method, which were created from skin cells donated by the research scientists themselves that were actually doing it, which I think is weird. That's very narcissistic. Like, you're not only trying to play God, but you're trying to make it out like you are a God by creating more of yourself. Yeah. And, and like, like, I feel... Like of interest. Yeah, there's so many things surrounding it that just made me go, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't like that. And then the human eggs that they implanted them into, I'm assuming they were donor eggs. I don't think they came from at least relatives of the scientists. At least not without their knowledge. I don't know. (laughs) And with their research, they developed those five cells into the blastocyst stage, which I am not super well-versed on the whole development of babies, even though I've had one. I just knew them by what size fruit they were. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I don't know, maybe this is grape stage? Couldn't tell you. But they got far enough in the process to consider them viable human embryos. And then they were ultimately destroyed thank God, by the processes that they used to actually study them. So trying to learn more about them, they ended up just completely... So it was accidental. It was accidental in the fact that they were trying to research and learn, but ended up destroying them in the process. Not on purpose. It just kind of happened. It was this developmental breakthrough that would be used to pave the way for therapeutic cloning. And so, again, that's organ regeneration and tissue and other things like that. Mm-hmm. In 2018, it was reported that the first successful cloning of primates, so we're that much closer to, to humans, um, that had taken place, resulting in the birth of two live female crab-eating macaques. Macaques? Macaques? They're a type of monkey. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They eat crabs? I guess they eat crabs. I don't know. <laughs> So potential pros for cloning. Why on earth, other than to feed an ego in the God complex, why would anyone want to do this? Working on cloning techniques has advanced the understanding of developmental biology in humans, which is a really big deal. Like I said, I know nothing about how babies develop, even though I have birthed one and grew one myself. And being able to observe the human pluripotent stem cells grown in cultures gives the scientists and researchers really good insight into actual human embryo development, which is something that they can't normally see. So a lot of it's theoretical in what their research suggests, but this way it gives them like you can take a peek under the hood to see how the bread is baked i guess aren't some people like super against stem cell research they are because it kills babies or something yeah and so that's one of the cons that we'll go into against it 
but with, again, to keep with the pros, so being able to kind of have greater insight into the embryo development, this means scientists are able to better define the steps of her early human development and just understand even more what goes on. So cells produced with the scant method could eventually be used in stem cell therapy or to create organs, which can be used in transplantation known as regenerative medicine. So regenerative medicine is not currently in clinical practice, but it's something that they're heavily researching for the potential uses. And so this type of medicine, it allows for transplants of organs without rejection by the recipient. So if if your liver is shot, there's, I don't know what percentage it is, but if you get a donor liver, there's no guarantee that it's going to take and you might still die anyway. But if you can regrow essentially your own liver like a fucking starfish and then just transplant that back in, you know, I didn't even think about that. I'm like, I have to assume that they research all of the regenerative properties of like lizards and shit like that, that can like regrow their tails. Interesting. Maybe one day humans will be so evolved that we can regenerate our own organs. That's a little creepy. Well, we'll be long dead. <laughs> we will. We will. But, but I, mean, I guess that's, that's only if you believe in evolution. <laughs> yeah. Like that would serve me well, though, because I fear for what my liver is going to be like in 30 years. But who knows? Maybe part of it will grow back. Unlike the the rest of the starfish to the arm that I kidnapped. That's literally... the. Still the funniest story, I think. It is. I can still smell it to this day. Y'all can. Oh, my God. Fun fact. If you find a part of a sea creature at the beach, just leave it where it is. Do not. Don't put it in a Ziploc bag and then lose it behind your dresser for I don't know how long. God, I don't know how long. But I... I found a starfish arm. I think it was at Refugio when we were camping. One, yeah, one of the camping. And it was, I, I'm pretty sure it was there because that's where I found all of my treasures. <laughs> I know she says psychotically. It's, yeah. it's wherever one had the tide pools. That Refugio, because that's where I found the shark egg cases, the abalone. So I found a starfish arm, not a whole starfish, just its arm. And I decided to bring it back as a souvenir and didn't think that because it's organic material, it would just eventually decompose. But that's exactly what happened in its little Ziploc bag. Threw it on my dresser. It got knocked off. Forgot all about it until it was retrieved one day. And it was just this putrid puddle (laughs) of goo in a bag. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I wonder which one smelled worse, your dead starfish arm or my dead hamster. Because that's the other smell that I think of regularly. And I use you as a cautionary tale (laughs) anytime my child asks for a small animal. That hamster didn't fucking like me and it bit me every chance it got. So I stopped feeding it. And to be honest, I had this like, oh my God moment recently, because if it didn't smell, if we didn't 100% know for sure that it was dead, I would have gone, huh, because they hibernate in the winter and they get like super stiff and essentially stop breathing, get very minimal amount to keep things alive. So I'm like, oh my God, a lot of people have been traumatized as they're reliving their childhood experiences where they thought their rodents were dead, but really they were just in deep sleep. And I'm just dead and smelly. So what you have to do is if you suspect that your hamster or whatever has passed, do like they did in 101 Dalmatians and stick it in the oven, low temperature, 
See if you can warm it up and bring it back to life. Do you not remember? Oh, you you didn't watch a lot of the Disney movies. Okay, there was an issue with like what they thought was potentially like a stillborn puppy in the movie. And they're like, no, we just need to warm it up. So she fucking stuck it in the oven and rubbed it. <laughs> is it Auschwitz? <laughs> what the fuck? This is it a didn't, right? didn't incinerate the puppy. <laughs> And it worked. It, it was the, the 101th or whatever. 101th, huh? <laughs> that is disturbing. It really was. It really was. But I can say with confidence that there was no saving your hamster because that thing smelled rancid. It was for sure dead. Fucking hamsters. That's why I got a rat because I went to get a hamster and that shit bit me in the store. And I said, no, thank you, ma'am. And then I got a rat who ended up biting our dad and died instead. But me. I mean, Mickey was my baby. He was the coolest Mickey fucking rat. Me. I don't care. He was my child. <laughs> I had him trained so well. He used to sleep in my hair. And then one fateful evening, dad had cream cheese on his ear. I couldn't tell you why. I don't. No, I, I had cream cheese on my finger and I stuck it in the cage and he bit me. I don't know why he bit dad. No, dad had it on his ear too. Like, did you poke him in the ear? (laughs) Jesus Christ. But he bit dad in the ear. And then, like, I come home from school the next day and he is dead as a fucking doornail. (laughs) My heart broke. Oh, so the other one of the other potential pros. I don't think it's a pro. I think it's fucking weird. But advocates for reproductive cloning. So making humans, full humans, not just organs. They believe that parents who cannot otherwise procreate should have access to the technology. And I am not in favor because you're birthing and raising yourself. Yeah, you have that access. It's in vitro. It's all these other fucking shit that they do where they combine two things, but it's completely different. It's not you. Right. Yeah, you're, it, it's still that parent cocktail that makes up a whole new human, not exactly replicating the DNA. I don't know. And m- maybe it could be that you use the egg from the mom and the DNA from the dad yeah. and they're still able to do that. I would like to think that that's how they plan on on using that. But I don't anticipate that actually catching on. I just I feel I thought you were to say if like their kid dies just to replace their kid. that is a potential do you think that even though biologically dna wise they're the exact same person like are they the same person though just because you can essentially make a a twin of your the same no they're not they can be wildly different people so there is no guarantee no gonna be evil probably so the ethical implications slash cons for cloning Opposition to the therapeutic cloning, which is the regenerative for organs and stuff. I am not against that by any means, because I think there's a lot of good that can potentially be done for it. But those that are primarily against it are coming from the religious point of view. And it mainly centers around the status of the embryonic stem cells, which has connections to the abortion debate. So the moral argument is based on the notion that embryos deserve protection from the moment they are conceived because it's at this precise moment in the universe that a new human entity emerges with the potential under the right circumstances to become a unique individual. So that is like the argument for who are you to play God to try to grow anything unnaturally. 
like I said, it's primarily driven by the church and religious thinking. And because it's deemed unacceptable to sacrifice human lives for any purpose, the argument asserts that the destruction of embryos for research purposes is no longer justifiable. So they don't want any business whatsoever with it. They don't want new people born out of just man-made creation. And they also don't want it they don't want them destroyed either. So they just said hard pass. Okay. Some other opponents of the reproductive cloning, which is full humans, their primary concerns are that the technology is not developed yet enough to be safe. And others emphasize that the reproductive cloning could be prone to abuse. So leading to generation of humans for the purposes of harvesting organs and tissue. So making People farms. And I'm pretty sure that there are a bunch of movies that are made about this. Did you ever read Tender is the Flesh? No, you didn't. You borrowed it, but you didn't read it. So the premise of that book. It was so disturbing. Yeah. So it's not quite the same in that they harvest organs and tissue, but they essentially clone and grow people as a food source. It's something that is usually highlighted in the horror genre, like the Matrix, where they have the pod people and shit, where they do all weird sorts of things. There's Repo, the genetic opera, where they will repossess your organs if you don't pay them on time after getting a transplant and shit. It's it's crazy, but it's not real and it shouldn't be. Well, there's also, there's a movie with Cameron Diaz. I don't remember what it's called. And uh, Breslin. Abigail, Abigail. Bre- my other, My Sister's Keeper. Yeah. And that's kind of based on true story. So one child has some horrific disease or something. And then you have another child because you know it's going to be like either a blunt match or whatever match. And it's yeah. basically you use that child to keep your first child alive. Yeah, because they were like doing, they were harvesting her bone marrow, doing organ transplants. And I think it was her fighting for emancipation and medical emancipation of herself. This is fucking my body, my choice. I am a child. And this is what you brought me into the world for. So it's not start- that far off from what people do right now. I, I believe it. That. Air and a spare. (laughs) (laughs) Even Star Wars, there's a whole storyline with them making clones and creating a whole army to fight in the Clone Wars. Like it's everywhere. But again, it primarily exists in science fiction and horror. And I believe that's exactly where it should stay. I agree. Additionally, there are concerns about how cloned individuals could integrate with families and with society at large. So that's a really weird thought. Uncle Fred is dead, but we bring him back to life. Is he really Uncle Fred? And there's going to be that stigma of, oh, you were a clone baby. You weren't a natural baby. But we also kind of have that with test tube babies. You're kind of fucked no matter what if you're not a natural birth. But yeah, or even C sections are like you weren't born, you were hatched. Well, and and that is just some <laughs> bullshit. It, I know you were hatched <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> so funny. Oh, but there is some stigma around that because it's a very judgy culture. The new mom pod. Now that we have a general understanding. I don't expect you to recite any of the scientific components back to me. Let's dip a toe into the human cloning conspiracy theories. Now that we're informed on what cloning is and what it entails, we're going to talk about all the celebrities that have been victims of cloning, apparently. A good lot of them are entertainment celebrities or people in positions of power. And the theme that runs pretty much through all of them is that the originals of these people have died 
and then were replaced by clones or lookalikes or, you know, whatever replacements. So some examples. In 2018, the president of Nigeria had to go and make a public announcement and essentially deny that he was a human clone after rumors circulated online that he had actually perished in a London hospital the year before and was replaced by a clone or a lookalike that originated from Sudan and the internet called him Jubril. This president's like, no, man, I was just, I was sick at the hospital, but I'm fine. It's, it's like really me. I don't know how to prove that it's me, but it's me. And the rumors of his demise and the clone replacement seem to be largely fueled by members of the opposing political parties. And so that it, it seemed to be fabricated. Avril Lavigne is another one that I have seen pop up a few times over the last year or two. I noticed it more in the swing of COVID when everyone was really bored. And this is when all of my new information came to be. Like the Nigerian president, the rumors circulating were that Avril had actually died and was replaced by a clone named Melissa all the way back in 2003. And the fact that this still pops up from that time, more than 20 years at this point, is absolutely insane. But the clone theory around Avril claims that she was struggling with fame at the beginning of her career and had started using a body double that may or may not have been a clone of herself. And then at some point, Avril died, whether she had taken her own life or whatever, unknown. But the record company then stepped in and replaced her with Melissa. It's not like she was, I mean, she was super popular for a couple years. I mean, she was popular enough to warrant us making a music video for one of her songs. I know, but that was two years. Like, she had her spotlight. She had her moment. And then she kind of fizzled. And then she resurfaced when she married the dude from Sum 41. And then they divorced. And then she married Chad Kroger from Nickelback. Nickelback. And then they divorced. She just dates all of the Canadian rock stars. I say rock he stars. Does Melissa does. <laughs> I guess. So the proof that they have is, unsurprisingly, a bit of a stretch. But they typically referred to red carpet photos. So they're like, Avril... You know, it was her because she was wearing pants because she was too punk rock to wear anything but pants or dicky shorts. And then any pictures where she was wearing a dress or a skirt, that was clearly Melissa because that did not fit the persona of who Avril Lavigne was. And then they also started to like pick apart her facial features and they would compare pictures. Teeth or something. Teeth, her nose, her eyes. But they're also comparing pictures that are 5, 10, 15 years apart. And so, so much of that can be chalked up to natural aging, maturing, changing your makeup, changing your style. So all of the things that everyone experiences normally. I don't know that that one has much merit to it. Paul McCartney is another big one. And that one is from all the way back in 1969 is when this rumor started. But he was supposedly killed in a car accident and then replaced with a clone. And again, they were looking at pictures from when Beatlemania first started to when they suspected he was in a car accident. Like, oh, his face is whiter. His hair is different. And like, it's because he is transitioning to manhood. That is literally what it is. And he even went on record in an interview to say that, nah, man, it's me. So was it 
him or his clone who cheated on his wife who like had one leg or cancer? Well, considering the fact that they, you know, state that he was uh, replaced by his clone in 69 and one legged lady didn't come until much later, it must be him. All right. Yeah. Or the clone, but whatever. So this one's a, it's a little different. It's not the traditional original celebrity dies replaced by clone that takes their spot. But Taylor Swift, your fiance's other lady, is believed to be a clone of someone else. She is believed to be a clone of a former satanic priestess named Zena LaVey, and she was the daughter of the founder of the Church of Satan. Hail Satan. The Taylor Swift one, there's some similarities in the appearance between the two ladies, but I just don't see it and I don't believe it. How could someone so good-natured and essentially a Holy Spirit herself be a clone of a satanic priestess? I don't know. Your That's face. Where she was. I fucking hate. All I hear I, about all the time. I know, and I liked Taylor twenty years ago. I liked country <laughs> teardrops on my guitar, Taylor, who was singing about Tim McGraw and had her curly ramen hair. Back to cloning. So, the list continues with many notable celebrities like Beyonce, Britney Spears. That one. They definitely hone in on the teeth and all of the things and all of her psychotic TikToks where she's just <laughs> dancing half naked in knives with, with knives and it looks like it's a green screen background. You never know. But having experienced the woman, that bitch is a hot mess. I think that's just how she really is. Like she's got some shit that she's dealing with. But like Kanye West. They say he was killed because of Balenciaga. Oh, Interesting. Because he backed out of like a billion dollar deal or something, which is unheard of. And because of that, he was like their biggest sponsor. And he said, I don't want to do this anymore because he's having like a mental fucking breakdown. And so allegedly they killed him and replaced him with the clone that because now he's repping Balenciaga again, but he's not really talking as much. They're showing videos of him from the back, not the front. And when he does talk, he gets censored because all he does is say horrible things about Jewish people and other Terrible, terrible things. At the end of the day, I really think he is just psychotically impaired. But yeah, so it essentially impacts most celebrities. If you can name them, someone thinks they've died and been replaced by a clone or a lookalike, at least back to the 60s in Paul McCartney's yeah. case. In all of the cases, the signs of aging, maturing, growing up were likely what the culprits were because people's appearances change, their demeanors change, their attitudes change, what have you. I know I certainly don't look the same way that I did 20 years ago or even five years ago. <sighs> and also, the time it would take to actually grow a human clone. Well, what I don't understand is how do they kill off all of these celebrities that are in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and then they automatically already have a clone that's the same age? Yeah, see, that's what I don't understand. Like, the math ain't mathin'. The timelines don't line up unless they have an extra super fast easy bake oven for clones. Unless, technically, everyone that's famous, they go and they meet the satanic people that promised them fame and fortune and money for their soul. So maybe when they make that deal with the devil, they get a clone. As a backup. And as then, a backup. And then the, the devil is like, time to pay up. And then they die in some tragic accident. And it's Melissa's time to shine after that. Yeah. Maybe. The, the timing still would match up, but who knows? I feel like we're getting closer. We're getting closer. At the end of the day, I think the whole concept of celebrity replacements is certifiably cracked if I had to put it on the scale. Let's be real. 
Human cloning as a concept and a legitimate science are also questionable, in my opinion, but I am definitely not opposed to the therapeutic uses like we had talked about the organ regeneration and such because that can have a profound impact on the scientific community, on people's lives overall. But reproductive cloning of entire people is hard. Stop. Absolutely no for me. There's just too many things that could go wrong with that. Many countries have agreed and all forms of human cloning are banned in at least like 70 countries with other countries allowing certain forms, but in very limited circumstances. So like the US, we don't have any federal laws that ban it completely. So there is like stem cell research that we allow, stuff like that. But there are at least 15 states that ban reproductive cloning for sure. And then there are 10 states, including California, that have clone and kill laws, which prevents embryos being implanted for childbirth. And instead, if an embryo comes to be as a result of cloning, then it has to be destroyed. We can't let our clone overlords take over. Yeah, so that is cloning in a Petri dish rather than a nutshell for you. <laughs> I like that. Ah. <laughs> what is your take on the issue? I agree. I didn't know about the, the organ stuff. So that's super cool. I just don't really see a need to create a whole other person. The same exact person. They're, in my brain, there's still, even with your pros, there's still absolutely no pros. And it just seems stupid. Yeah. And I, I just don't feel that the arguments for it, for reproductive cloning, are strong enough to warrant it. The amount of people that exist in the world already is too many. Although we are facing repopulation issues across the globe, but that's okay. When you look at family size over the last 20 years or so, the average family used to be two and a half kids. Yeah. And I am one of many that I know that have only one child or no children. And yeah, that's really fucking it up for us here. I'm sorry. And then like China, they're having a really big deal with repopulation. They have incentives. They, well, they do now. But for so long, they only wanted male births and you were limited to one girl. And so that really limited them. They fucked up their own future because fast forward 20, 25 years when they're at a reproductive age, there's not enough men and women. They don't want to reproduce. The world has gone to shit. And so now they're going to be struggling to repopulate their country. And then yeah. so now they give you like they pay you to have babies and do this whole thing. Cloning is not the way to repopulate the world. Anywho, so yeah, that's cloning. Interesting. Okay. I, I thought so. It fits into the conspiracy theory and kind of all over spooky shit just because I think it's really weird and it kind of creeps me out. But what were you thinking for your next episode? I have like so many topics that I want to cover. I'm kind of juggling too. Okay. Aliens, because Ooh. we have a juicy podcast and we have not yet once covered aliens. Oh my God. You're right. We are even, in a second season. So, um, so there's that, or there's all of the. It's kind of more of like a spooky, okay, conspiracy. Even though I'm pretty sure it's been proved. It's all of like the crimes or horrific shit that celebrities have done that we as a society have just forgot about mm-hmm. and went past. And so they're just living with these sins. That's a good one too. Every other day, I hear some god-awful fact about how they were 15, 20 years ago, and it's just completely absolved because, oh my god, they're so handsome, and they acted the shit out of that movie. John Hamm, 
Yes. Okay. I really like I think that. I'll cover that one. Do I that one first. And then aliens is your next one. I can't believe that we have not even scratched the surface on aliens. I know. That is so weird. Okay. So celebrities doing terrible shit swept under the rug. Nice. <laughs> Well, I have been working to post more snippets on our TikTok, and we did get a community guidelines flag and had one of our videos removed already. What video? Was it the shooting the load video? No. Shockingly, it was the one where the dog and the cat were blurred out in the background. Okay, I didn't see that one. <laughs> <laughs> because they t- someone reported it and took had it taken down. <laughs> and so i learned that i have to be careful in the captions like i have to go back and edit out the swear words and replace them with something else yeah tiktok's weird it is a little weird but i have been chipping away so i post a little snippet here and there so we're, we're starting to build that up a little bit more other ways that you can get a hold of us or you can see more of our content you can follow us on instagram we do our weekly post announcements there you can dm us we have facebook and twitter or whatever don't contact us there we don't use them we have a, an email crack sisters conspiracies at gmail.com um, and then we also have a patreon so with the patreon you get access to our video recordings because we do both audio and video they're mostly unedited as far as the content goes so you get to see us and you get to see my animals doing terrible unspeakable things to each other in the background amongst other things hey well with that stay cracked y'all have a great day <laughs>